So. Oh, okay. Well, we are oh, now Lord. live for a second time. <laughs> just as Mr. Roy, let's see it one more time. Can you hear us? Uh, can you hear me? This yes, yes! sweet victory. Ah, Mr. Roy, that just makes me so oh. happy. Just makes me so happy. So, I, anyway, welcome back to OMB Reviews. Thank you for putting up with all of the nonsense of me trying out new things, which is why I'll be doing a lot of testing um, this coming week to make sure that if there ever is, if if there ever is a change again, that it is, um, it's not uh, terrible. But anyway, thank you again for joining us. This is episode 256 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, take two. And again, in case I don't cut together both episodes in some capacity, shout out to Tove Morris, who is a podcast backer, and shout out to Stephanie B., who is uh, one of the Valkyries who's in the chat tonight. We are going to go ahead and reintroduce everybody, just so that way everyone can get their fair due. So we're going to start off with Mr. Roy, though, because uh, there were some technical issues going on earlier. So Mr. Roy, how is it going? Uh, pretty good. <laughs> After all that, <laughs> I I needed to hear that though because after everything going on, I I, I I'm not good. So I'm I'm glad that you're doing. <laughs> glad that you're doing well. <laughs> What's been going on for you though, Mr. Roy? Anything anything fun you've been doing the last couple weeks? Uh, nah, um, working mostly. <laughs> working mostly. Uh, okay, you still got those long shifts. Yeah, that's yeah. They try to cut my hours and then they tell me, nah, just come in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what's the point <laughs> <laughs> so starts off cut your hours oh wait never mind just work all the time instead oh, yeah they're just... yeah they're like they're literally like yeah ignore the schedule just come in for <laughs> full shift <laughs> do they just tell you this at, like at random like you just have to figure it out for yourself no they know i show up for work every day so they're oh. like yeah just come in because someone's gonna call in I was okay like, okay <laughs> So they're just like, we know people aren't going to show up anyway, so hey, might as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being here, Mr. Roy, and I'm so glad that we were able to to finally figure that out and get that working. So. Yeah, it, it, was, it was weird, because it'll pick up my... I have a headset with a mm-hmm. microphone in, interface, and it'll pick it up for about a minute, and then it'll just drop it, and uh, I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> okay. So you're streaming through a computer then? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll have to test it out. Yeah, because I I'll be doing some tests during my morning streams, and I'll try and do like phones and phone browsers and stuff like that. Because it looks like Melon app is still a bit young um, as far as being able to to handle a lot of these things. So uh, I'll be doing some tests with Restream because Restream has always been well as far as sending out the stream. So I can't imagine that it wouldn't be good also from uh, the studio perspective as well. Because, um, again, th- these work, right? These streams work. But I liked being able to have us all, like, in one room together. I don't know. There's just something about it. I get to, make highlight everybody and highlight comments. There's just something that's fun about that. But, you know, that's just my ADD brain going on and driveling on. But, Mr. Roy, thank you for being here. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. And uh, once again, reintroducing Rosetta Allen, who has been dealing with a, a cat named Ornery, who is um, 
is being a little naughty today. Is that correct? Finally got called out of the room. So oh. he came in in time to hear us cheering that Roy could actually speak, and he just rolled his eyes and walked out with her. <laughs> He's just like... He's like, I don't even want to know whatever's right. going on. I'm going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rosetta, thank you, as always, for being here with us. And uh, I hope that you're feeling feeling okay. Are you feeling comfortable in that position? Because I know that you've been doing a lot of work I assume that it was yeah. for the Eagles book. Well, that, and yeah, okay. We had our anniversary and all that and stuff, so we decided we were going to do my photography work, which isn't just Eagles, but the Eagles is what I'm trying to focus on first. And mm-hmm. So we went together for anniversary. I went up these different areas and doing hikes and stuff like that and out in the sun and that's why I'm glad to be in the shadows right now because I'm kind of burned and I've got freckles everywhere, very obviously. <laughs> so you're you're fair skinned, and like my like back, I my, am. My, my, my back's not happy. Yeah, I I am one of the whitest Indians you will ever meet. Near <laughs> Let's say at least I, mine makes sense because I'm Irish and uh, and we found out fun oh. fun. I don't know if anyone's done those like ancestry.com things, but we found out like, obviously I'm like 30% Irish, but then we found out that we're also, or at least I am, uh, me and my, me and my family or me and my siblings were like a pretty high percentage, like English as well, which we didn't really ever like think about. So it makes a that lot of makes sense. That makes you more like, well, it does. And that means that you're automatically going to hate me even more because of that, because of your hatred of, UK people. It's not hatred. It's mocking. There's uh, a difference. <laughs> so this is what, oh, you know what? This is, this, this now makes a lot more sense as to why you've mocked me for so long. It's because you knew all along that there was English inside me. <laughs> there was something wrong with you. I mean, <laughs> at least, at least 17% something wrong with me based on the, the numbers that they gave me. But Rosetta, thank you for being here again. Uh, no worries. So when I can move my back, I'll be at the computer. But for today, I'm okay. told to rest. So good. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you, you get that rest. Absolutely. Uh, we also got the K man. The K man. Second time. H- how's it going for you, good sir? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Hey, hey if, if these streams weren't like this, it'd be boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cold. Well, you know, that's very cold. You're trying to say I'm boring? How dare you? But thank you, yes. But yeah, I I agree, you know, I think a lot of us need a little, you know, we had been doing well for so long with things just working really well and, in you know, like a well-oiled machine. It was about time, right? It was about time that we had some, some issues pop up, so. A yeah. little mayhem. A little mayhem, right? A little mayhem makes the world go around, as they say. Well, uh k-man are things still crazy in your neck of the woods oh, a little bit they uh they still like to have their so-called little parties every night oh. Oh. But at least it's not as bad as what it was but uh i think the worst of it was probably about maybe a week ago mm. okay interesting and they just need to, as long as they can stay quiet and for at least another couple more months. And then, then after that, they can have all the fun they want. Because you'll be, be gone. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you'll be out of there. 
You should go out there, K-Man, and be like, if you guys could keep this down until, like, <laughs> mid-August. Just go out there with, like, a little camera, you know, like, do it vlog style and just be like, hey, hey, guys, could y'all just, you know, keep it down for just, like, this length of time? And then, like, even, like, give them a date. On this day, go go crazy. Have fun. Have your fun. Oh, yeah. All, all they got to do is keep it down to the last week of August, and then I'm good. Okay. Well, hopefully, hopefully that all works out. Thank you for being here. No problem. Absolutely. We also have joining us once again, again, Tina, who is the Empress of the Universe. She is one of the mods, and 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 finally, she's also uh, no longer delayed either. So, <laughs> Tina, how is it going? It's going okay. It's going okay. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie. So she might not be able to respond right away because uh, she's driving to her yoga class that okay. she's teaching. So while she's listening, Laura already almost got me. She was just like Tom Cruise and she was getting me started on my rant. But no, Soul Assassin, the last show, he was like, you didn't rant. And I was like, there was nothing to rant about. And then mon- that Monday after we did the show, it was just like, oh, y'all just throwing stuff into my lap so <laughs> <laughs> so you're like i'm now collecting a bunch i am collecting i'm yeah. making notes so while stephanie is listening um i'm gonna do prologue to my rant oh and, oh a prologue okay. a prologue and this is dedicated to stephanie because okay. the two of us have talked about this but i call this a quiet place, a.k.a. sometimes it's best to keep your big mouth shut so I don't have to call you names. Okay. I like her. Oh. <laughs> okay. I told you all a while back, never saw the first quiet place. And then I was kind of curious. And then I saw Mahler's <laughs> review. And it was like, there is no way I'd be able to ever look at that movie without laughing. Mm-hmm. Because he just brought up so many plot holes and everything. Okay, I, I I don't even have an issue with that. I'm glad that Quiet Place Two beat Cruella at the box office. Here's my issue. That's the reason why I said it's best to keep your big mouth shut sometimes. I have an issue with Miss Blunt, and this is going back a few years. And I'm going to mm. just say up front. I, I, it's, I'm getting too old to keep separating the art from the artist. Okay, a few years back, she became an American citizen. I remember hearing about that because I was thinking, I know that's difficult. You're giving up your birth country to become a citizen of another. There are people that are on that wait list for years legally trying to get into this country. Okay, all right. She got ticked off about something that I think Bush did. And she dropped this comment. I'm sorry, I became an American citizen. Now, I guess her agent called her up and said, Emily, you can't say that because people are going to get upset with you. Yeah, well, it was too late because I remember that. Stephanie remembers that. I only see her movies by accident. If I'm sitting here, I'm watching something, and I'm going, oh, Emily Blunt was on Midsummer Murders. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, she died at the end. Good. Oh, she was in the David Suchette episode of uh, mm-hmm. Death on the Nile. 
Oh, okay, fine. She died. Good. Oh, she played Catherine Howard. Wow. Wife number five. Oh, she got beheaded for adultery and, and treason. Good. So, no, I don't like her. No, I will never see one of her movies. Because here's, my, here's what I'm thinking. Number one, all the people <laughs> that she jumped ahead of because <laughs> I'm Emily Blunt. I'm married to somebody on The Office. So they just hand her a citizenship. Then she tells everybody, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I became an American. Yeah, so am I. You have to learn when you're born in a country. Do you know how many presidents I've not suffered under where I had some kind of syndrome? Do you know but I didn't agree with their I've policy. Not but one little thing kind of... upsets her world, Emily's world. And so Emily's like, oh, I'm sorry, I became a citizen. Yeah, give it up to somebody that deserves it and go back to where you came from. That was for Stephanie. Sounds fair. So, I, no. I, I, I'm, I'm good with hating her anyways because she's an overrated crappy actress. I, I, I mean... I, 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 just, I don't even know that much about her. I know she's in that shampoo, rinse, repeat movie with Tommy Maypother. Don't care. She could be the most talented actress in the world. Don't care. That's part of being a citizen of a country. Sometimes your country does stuff that you don't agree with. We've got somebody in the Oval Office now that I don't even know if he's, he knows he's in the Oval Office. But then I'm not a celebrity like her that I can just go and say, I'm sorry, I'm an American. There's only these idiots that, oh, if Bush becomes president, I'm going to leave the country. If Trump becomes president, I'm going to leave the country. Why leave. won't they leave already? Leave. They never do. I, ever since I was... I always sit there. I don't care which e side. Ever if we're going to leave I the country, freaking leave. Ever since I, mean, I was a kid, I would hear that. Oh, if Nixon gets reelected, I'm going to leave. If Ford gets elected, I'm going to leave. If Reagan gets elected, I'm going to leave. Leave. Please. Go. Leave. But as far out. as Emily Blunt, I can't judge her performances. I'm not going to. Like I said, I'm tired of this, trying to separate art from the artist. And with her, since she's not even a blip on my screen, except now she's in a movie that has been very successful. The sequel has. They're talking about doing a third one. Fine. Tina will never see it. Now, if you all advise me that Quiet Place Alien ripped out her spine and drank her blood, I might check it out. <laughs> that was the prologue. That's that's the prologue. <laughs> uh, that got me going because there's that, that's one of those things. Why don't they ever just leave when they say they will? Get out! We don't want you. Well, and that's on both sides. If you go, oh, I'm gonna leave. Good, get out. I have I have two things uh, to say <laughs> in, in response. Um, one, I actually am a fan of of her acting personally. Uh, That's why. Yeah, I I liked her really good film. I would recommend. I mean, obviously, I I, I don't think you. It. Yeah, you'll never see. It. Um, but <laughs> Edge of Tina. Edge of Tomorrow is a really good movie, and it it features Tom Cruise as well. So. <laughs> Double blow. Yeah, Double blow. I, yeah, well, it's a great Yuck. film. Um, but in in lighter in lighter news, in in a lighter response, um, when y'all were saying get out, all all I could all I could think of in the back of my head was a little song. It was a little song 
written uh-huh. by a young artist named Jojo. And it, it, and it went like um, it went like this. <laughs> Get out right now. It's the end of you and me. It's too late. I can't wait for you to be gone. Cause I know about her. I wonder why I bought all the lies. This is Said awkward. You would treat me right, but she was just a waste of time. You're welcome, everybody. She is. She is. Can we all focus on my kitty, please? <laughs> Athena came up to say hi. That's all I could think of when when, when they kept saying "Get Out" was that song because it's just oh it's a go to song of mine. But uh, Tina, like, Tina, thank you for for uh, for being here, <laughs> Stephanie. Because we're still in the intros, was, and <laughs> Stephanie, that was for you because we have talked about that so much. So that was for you. I hope you got to hear it. She said, "Flawless victory." Yes. Boom. There you go. Boom. Well, thank you for joining us as always. And oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. And then last to introduce, we have the modern major general of the channel. She is waiting for Nerdrotic, as all of us are constantly waiting for Nerdrotic. And many of you today were even waiting for, for Odin or uh, waiting for Melon. Uh, but she is Laura. Laura, how's it going? Hi. <laughs> After all that, you just have to say hi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how's it going? Oh, it's going. You know, it's 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 okay. I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing okay. The introvert is shutting down, so I'm gonna go fold some laundry. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to say. Oh my god. Yeah. About to say. The introvert needs a quiet, a quiet. A space. quiet place? Are you gonna say that <laughs> it needs a quiet place? place? <laughs> Part Laura. Part one and part two. <laughs> this is gonna be a stream today, boy. Let me tell you what. Oh yes, oh yes, and it already is because because of all the uh, technical issues. But Brace yourself. yes, Laura, thank you as always for being here. Oh, thank you, thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we do have some people in the chat, and I cannot highlight your chats uh, because of doing things the old way but hey at least everyone on stream is here we're hearing each other we're talking to each other and yes you're doing things the old way yet you still have no 80s knowledge what do you know about the old way i i I don't however my akira (laughs) kurosawa knowledge has grown exponentially the last week and i'm currently about halfway through a 1985, 1985 film called uh-huh. Ron, Ron by Akira Kurosawa, and in mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoying it. So, two birds with one stone, 1980s, and also Akira Kurosawa. All right, <laughs> we also got people in the chat. The Hunger Chunky Funky Monkey was here first, saying, "And here we go." Uh, absolutely. Thank you for being a member on the channel, good sir. He says, trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep that monkey trolling. Thought the stream re-rolling. Rawhide. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Gmonkey76 in the chat. We got Bruce in the chat. Rob D in the chat. Forrest Ghost Jeremy in the chat. Hail to you. We, of course, got Stephanie B. Thank you very much for being here to mod. Uh, and also, I hope that your classes uh, that are about to start are going to go uh, swimmingly we also got laura who is hanging out in the chat as a mod as well saying we did it yes indeed or as one of my uh, nieces says we did it it's uh, <laughs> very cute 
Uh, the caveman here. It's old phone commercial. Can you hear me now? Good. Exactly. Right on, caveman. Uh, Hunger Chunka says, Rosetta, show off Pike's Peak. You know the one I mean. Hmm. I am not showing off your photoshopped meme of one of my nature photos. Ah, I see. Besides, I can't do it on this device anyways. I can't go to the computer. There you go. Well, hunky chunky. That's that's just how it is. Rosie G12 back again. <laughs> D back again as well. Uh, and yes, Heimdall is on uh, keeping the cookie counts going. Awesome. Uh, going live to Golden Ration in the chat. Inferitor, who's a member, hail to you. Uh, and as I was saying in the last stream, there is now a new code word. So instead of Odin question, it's now just at Odin and just put it at the very beginning of your comment in the future. And that'll be the way things go. Of course, today, being the Chosen of Valhalla Day, we'll be focused on the Chosen of Valhalla. But every now and then I go back to the chat if there's a question or a topic that came up. Uh, so just uh, keep that in mind as we move forward. Today can kind of be a test run of that, just like it's been a test run of a lot of things, uh, including, uh, as Laura had mentioned, the introvert. Me too. Um, part of me is like, you know, uh, there's there's a medicine I could take to to help out right now, but it's upstairs, so I'll just make do. Rob D says, a guy I used to know, and now, again, songs in my head, somebody that I used to know, somebody. A guy that I used to know, says Rob D. You're welcome. Uh, when I was at ShopRite, got his hours cut. They told him, work 40 hours, but we'll pay you for 30. He quit right away. Dude, yeah. Oh, that's, I'm I'm pretty sure that's also illegal. Yeah, that is. You can't say work for 40, we'll pay you for 30. Now, they could have, I, I assume, because this is something that came up when I worked at AMC, uh, when the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, went through, it actually messed with a lot of the part-time workers at AMC yep. because a lot of them were working like 50, 60 hours by choice because they were able to make a decent amount of money to pay their rent and everything like that. And, uh, you know, a lot of them were young and didn't feel the need to have insurance and or had a very like one of those like, uh, you know, emergency only type insurances where it's, you know, uh, it's like the high deductible or whatever it is. Um, but once that went through, AMC was forced to not allow them to be able to work that much or else ha they would have to give them health insurance. And because of that, a lot of them had to end up working two or three jobs just to be able to make up what they had been making. And so, yeah, Rob D, um, that I imagine is probably what's was probably what maybe sparked that. Maybe, maybe not. But um, definitely something that I can relate to because I remember a lot of people who had issues. Um, Orange Review says, OK, take two. Let's see how it goes. Oh, wait, there's <laughs> there's audio issues. Cut. Check the gates. Just kidding. Thank you, Orange Hat, for almost giving me a... Uh, a stroke. Uh, Mr. Peabody <laughs> says, I need your cat's whiskers in case I break a guitar string. Talking to Rosetta um, to donate cat whiskers. I don't know how well those would work as uh, guitar strings, but I'm sure Ornery would love that as all cats, I'm sure, would love to donate their <laughs> their whiskers. Hugger Chunky says, Oi! Oi! Gotta say it properly. Oi! We English are jolly fine chaps. Except Will. <laughs> He's a toss spot. Oh, really? Peabody says, if Odin was uh, if Odin was 17% wrong, I'm definitely screwed. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, you're just upside down, Peabody. You're just upside down. 
Uh, Rosie G12, I'm so pasty, I think I may be part vampire. My shins glow in the dark. It's not a good look. I can relate to that. I can definitely relate to that. Uh, Hunky Chunky, they can have my DNA. It's useless anyway, so joke's on. <laughs> oh, Ouch. Yeah, about to say. Sorry, um, I was dealing with Steve a minute. <laughs> yeah, no problem, no problem. Uh, and then Zikay Man and Laura were grabbing popcorn for that intro rant uh orange <laughs> review said release it odin release your shock um and then the k-man i don't know which is better tina's rant or odin's reaction yeah i was, <laughs> he didn't yeah, I was just like well then 8-bit snake boy welcome back to the chat uh let's see rosie g12 maybe blunt should direct her comments to all the veterans who saw action in my family along with all the other big mouth little brain hollywood folks i definitely agree with that for sure uh orange chat says tina needs to have her own channel tina rants well she does have a channel on odyssey that she could start uh streaming to at any time so uh hunger junkie says spine ripping blood drinking sounds like a normal tuesday night for me interesting very interesting. Uh, Peabody then says, yep, Nerf guns. Some clown in the eastern states had his Nerf gun registered as a firearm. So now they're going for the rest of his Nerf collection? That sounds what? amazing. That sounds amazing. Anyone with Nerf gun collections out there, be careful. ATF might go for you if you oh register it as a firearm. All right. Well, with that being said, let's go ahead and go down the panel and uh, see what people have been watching as far as movies, television, or other projects that they had been working on. So uh, starting again uh, with the order that we have now, uh, Rosetta Allen, uh, what you been doing? What you been working on? I'm trying to work on other stuff. I haven't done much other than the drives and trips since it hasn't been that long since the last one, but I have just the desk to set up and then I can start moving the computer and chairs and stuff into the new art room. And then I'm going to kind of sequester myself for about a week and try to finish up the Eagle book. So okay. hopefully get that done in the next couple of weeks for all that. Just other than that, haven't gotten to watch much because been more I'm talking with, Richard and helping people out with stuff and that kind of things. Okay. Cool. Cool. How uh how is he in how's he doing? What did you not say? Most of it I'm not gonna say. I'll just say, oh yeah. god, he needs our prayers. Okay. He's dealing with a lot. Absolutely. Uh prayer intentions always welcome here for just sure. Like, I gave you guys the PayPal before, trust me. He could use any help right now. Okay. <laughs> That's about all I can really say, though. Okay. Absolutely. We'll be doing that. Um, so, last time we talked, the Eagle book was getting pretty close, right, to being officially launched. So, where are we with that? That's what I'm thinking is I just need to actually be able to be by myself for a few days to finish writing up all the text and proofreading and get ready for have somebody else proofread over me and edit mm -hmm. but um i just need to get into the room where i can focus and i don't have all the distractions and everything else going on and i just need to be alone for a few days and work yeah. <laughs> which tell my husband that <laughs> i love him but it, it's constant how you do it do you need this what do you want um or honey i miss you i can't I, let me 
let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> so just need just need a little alone time. But then again, we've been married 15 years, and he's still that mushy towards me is good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it's one of those things where it's like it comes with its benefits. It comes with its uh, like it comes with its costs and benefits, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He is. I sit here thinking over it. 18 years since we started dating. 15 married now. Nice. Very cool. Uh, by the way, Hunky Chunky has a comment for you saying, yeah, hurry up with the Eagle book. I'm waiting for those recipes. Hunky, can you save your trolling me till wow. we go back to my stream, please? <laughs> you guys think this is bad. You should see the stuff he actually says in my streams. Well, it kind of reminds me of the uh, the Discord chat. Um, because <laughs> because um, the, uh, the Discord has a channel dedicated to... It hasn't been active in a long time, but it's the uh, Porg Cookbook. So it, it turned into just people posting like recipes and pictures of the food that they were working on and everything. But it all started back during uh, Last Jedi, Last Jedi era time, and uh, yeah, it was, it's it's so funny though how that how that typically happens in that way. So anything else, Rosetta, that you want to share, talk about? My dad is sixty three, but remember they said he wasn't going to live past thirty. Okay. Well, did he just turn 63? Yesterday. <gasps> well, happy birthday. Oh. Happy birthday, Mr. Rosetta Allen. Or Dad <laughs> no. Rosetta Allen. Dad? Dad Rosetta Allen? Dad Rosetta <laughs> Dad Allen? I don't know. I don't know how the proper... But happy birthday to you, Alan's good sir. Allen's a married name. Give it up. Well, a happy birthday to him. Uh, what did y'all do? Do y'all do anything fun to celebrate the, the big 6-3? Well, he's a ways away from me right now, and I have the funds for that big of a trip this year, so mm -hmm. mostly just talk to him a while on the phone. Okay. Isn't the birthday typically when he tries to do the hike? Um, when he's done the hiking, is usually either he's hiking in the Badlands when we can get together with family, or... They first weekend in June, and then the last Sunday of September, they do the Volks March, which is when you can actually climb up Crazy Horse, which is what I'm planning to try to do again. But yeah, we'll see how well that works with my back right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Definitely gonna uh, heal up the back first, and then and then tackle that. Because how long of a hike is that? Uh, just over six miles up the mountain. So yeah. Oof. When you're dealing with mountain and going up and you're in high altitude and stuff and it's hot, it, that, it, at least it has a trail, but it's still a pain in the rear. <laughs> I mean, you had me when you said, when you said six miles, I'm like, oh Lord, six miles. That's, that's already enough. And then six <laughs> miles up. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, I, I did the crazy horse one. Uh, about a year and a half, just over a year and a half ago was the last time I did it. Okay. Nice. So, I need to do it again. Nice. Very cool. Anything else? Mm, all the trolls out there. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the only real proper response to trolls. Among other is things. Is it bad that I 
is it bad that I screenshot it just so I could laugh at their stupidity later, no matter how horrible of things they say? I wouldn't say it's bad necessarily. I mean, it, it definitely catches them for posterity. And I, I would say to them, especially if they are using like public names or anything like that, could easily come back to bite them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Um, well, Rosetta, thank you as always for being here. And uh, when we do our wrap up, if you can think of anything else that you want to talk about or share, you just let me know. Mm. All righty. Mr. Absolutely. Mr. Roy, what you been watching recently? Uh, not much. I didn't get a chance to watch anything. Oh. Um, hardly any. Uh, I watched the second Conjuring film. The second one. Okay. So you had art. Cause yeah, the last time you had seen the first one, right? Yeah. I've seen the first one. I believe when it came out. I okay. Actually wouldn't. Yeah. That's a, I thought that was a good movie. This one is, I, I like it, but I, I don't think it's as good as the first one. Okay. Yeah, I've I've heard some say where it, it's there's like typical like with other franchises where you have people that are just like diehard fans of the franchise. And I hear that typically most people like general audiences really like the first one. And then the second one, people who are like a fan of the actual story like it more than the general. Like it was more popular amongst them than it was among generals or something like that. Um mm-hmm. Is that how you kind of feel with it, where you personally really liked it a lot and thought it was a good continuation of the story? Yeah, yeah, it's a really good continuation of the story. I just felt like it kind of relies a little too much on jump scares. And um... yeah, and, yeah, the first film kind of builds its suspense up over the course of the film. And this film just kind of, kind of out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, no. Yeah. I, cause... I, I, I still recommend it. I yeah. Mean, yeah, because uh, so basically the first one, just to like, yeah, the first one you would would you say the first one's more like psychological thriller, and then the second one's more of like the traditional jump scare. Uh, I wouldn't say traditional jump scare. It's just it relies, a, a, um, it relies on jump scares a little too much. Okay, but it's it's still I think it's better than most crap that's come out in the past decade. Oh, I, I <laughs> absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, the fact that it has such a, an immense following and it's done pretty well box office wise every time. I mean, they, they just released the third one. So um, and they've had spinoffs even because it wasn't the uh, film Annabelle a spinoff of The Conjuring. I believe so. I, I'm not seeing it. I'm, I know there's another one I believe called The Nun. Yeah, it's like four. There's like six or seven films, I believe. Yeah. And, and in order for you to be able to have not only a a franchise that has three movies in and of itself, but then also has several other, um, several other movies that are stemming off from it really does again, stresses and shows that it's, it's obviously a very successful franchise that has a lot of fans. Yeah. There's eight films and two more coming up. Yeah. We said eight more. There's yeah, there's eight films total. And then there's two more coming up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. So, like, two more of the, like, official Conjuring Universe movies, or, like, eight films in the universe? There's eight fully released films, and two more are future. Wow. Uh, One of them's not even titled yet, but, yeah. (laughs) Wow. I didn't know there was eight. I thought there was about four or five. I know. Absolutely. (laughs) I say, that's... 
That's a little too many, I think, personally. But, I mean, I, this is also coming from someone who's a fan of the, the Fast and Furious franchise up until 6, of course. Um, but oh, Lord. that is interesting that it's done that. <laughs> so, all right. I'm rolling my eyes at you. Uh, I, I, could, I could see. I could feel the eyes rolling from multiple people. From multiple people. You and Tina, especially, um, definitely rolling your eyes at me. Um, <laughs> uh, so you were able what? to see Conjuring. What? what? Never. <laughs> what? Me? Never. Me and Steph never make fun of Odin in the chat for being a fan of that. Um, <laughs> so you were able to see the Conjuring. You were able to see the Conjuring too. Anything what? else no, were you able never. to see? <laughs> That's pretty much it. I rewatched. I rewatched Speed in 4K. Hmm. Okay. It, How was it in 4K? Was it was it like a really good transfer? Oh. Yes. Really good transfer. Nice. I always like to um, hear that. Yeah, surprising since it's coming from 20th Century Fox after they were bought by Disney. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wait. Can so, I make one comment real quick here? Yeah. Sure. See that your fake innocent voice is really bad. You sound so <laughs> guilty. She sounds a little bit like. Um, what? Mark, no. you sound guilty. Mark Wahlberg from The Happening. That's what I'm hearing. What? <laughs> no. That's, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So anyway, um, <clears throat> losing my voice now. Um, and I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about, Mr. Roy? Speed. And 4K. Speed in 4K. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, you mentioned 20th Century Fox. So. Has the 4K been out for that long since before they were acquired by Disney? Uh, nah. I uh, okay. Believe the story behind this, they were in the middle of the process of doing the transfer when they were bought by Disney. Okay. So this may not have anything to do with Disney. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I I actually sat on this one because I it, being being part of Disney's known for releasing bad 4Ks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, yeah, I was going to wait for reviews. And, yeah, it turns out it's a pretty good transfer. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I'm wondering if they maybe did the smart thing and, and like kept the team who was in charge uh, and kept them on to make sure that it was you know consistent throughout the process. Because they really, really suck. They do. Disney sucks. <laughs> in they fact, really, it might really be suck. safer for me to sing that song than to say something else because um, we all know <laughs> what happened the last time that I tried to say the hashtag. But yeah, Disney sucks. They really, really suck. Um, okay, but it's good to hear that they are at least doing some things right. So they are doing mm-hmm. things like this this release of, on on 4K of the uh, of speed. And I think there was a few other projects that were in the process at Fox as far as like transfers. And I think we're still I forget which ones, but I feel like there were still others that we were waiting on their their transfer to go through and to to be completed. But obviously, when Disney took up uh, all the Fox properties, a lot of that stuff kind of got caught, you know, kind of got caught yeah. in the production hell, one might say. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the other two films specifically. I forgot what the other one was. Yeah, but I mean, it's, mm-hmm. man, this was a fun film to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd, I had seen it in a long time. It, it, some of the stuff's over the top, and there's some stuff that don't make sense, but <laughs> it's a fun film to watch. Yeah, because it was, uh, I had seen it for the first time this year. I remember because it was like people had recommended it. And then when people found out that I hadn't watched it, they were like, what? You haven't seen it. And so 
I put it on my list of things. I, I was able to get the, the Blu-ray forward and everything. And I, yeah, oh yeah, this, the story really is a lot of fun. And it was one of the things where I was so sad that it had taken me so long to see it because I think I would have enjoyed <laughs> it even more had I seen it earlier in, in my life. Um, but I'm glad to see it kind of speaks to, I think, the fact that it held up um, where I'm still able to enjoy it, you know, even with the, with the cheesiness and everything um, yeah, this far away. Yeah, I watched it. And I was like, yeah, these lines come off as cheesy and there's uh, hot for some acting's kind of over the top. And and I, I want to say um, you... that was the one issue I had. I think I mentioned that in my review was Dennis Hopper was too much. Like he was yeah, just uh, too much for me to oh. handle. Because uh, <laughs> I, I love it, but I, I reckon, yeah, it's over. It's way over the top. <laughs> it reminded me of oh, him what, as was what it? movie have you seen? What was that what movie? Have you seen him in where he wasn't over the top? Yeah, I was Dennis about to Hopper. say. Wasn't it early in his career where he was not as over the top? No. Was he? Was he the one that was an easy uh-huh. writer? Yeah. Wasn't he normal? Well, I mean, by normal, I mean that movie. Obviously, <laughs> is I mean. Anything but normal, but like compared to like his crazy over the top stuff, like. Well, yeah, I guess compared to uh, Apocalypse Now, and I think he was high when they filmed him in Apocalypse yeah. Now. Oh, yeah, wow. he was he was really messed up. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, yeah, because oh, oh, all I, I all I can think of is his portrayal as wasn't it king <laughs> was he supposed king to be like Cooper. king koopa or something like that in yeah uh, Mar- in mario brothers, <laughs> mario brothers. <laughs> yeah because i had seen two movies with him in these crazy over-the-top performances this past year because i saw him in speed and then this year was also the first year uh, first time that i was ever able to watch Waterworld as well and he also oh, plays a, a crazy oh, over-the-top oh. character in, in Waterworld amongst all the other crazy stuff that happens in that movie <laughs> And see if Odin, if he looked, if you looked at David Lynch movies, his role in Blue Velvet mm-hmm. is the most over the top of all. Then I think I'll have to hold off because, as I said, <laughs> with the speed one was already, I was like, mm, I don't know about this one. That's a little too much. A little yeah, too there, much. Oh. there was also two scenes in the movie that didn't make any sense to me. The mm. first one's when they're um, at the top of the building trying to get that hook down to the elevator. Um, what's his name says they got six minutes left and then they managed to get the hook all the way down to the elevator and they pull him up and he's got three minutes. I'm like, how on earth does he do all that in three minutes? <laughs> well, that was the other thing too, is that I was very confused at first because, you know, obviously speed, everyone thinks about, you know, the runaway bus. So when, when they started off in, you know, with the elevator and everything, I was just like, what in the world? So it's like, you get almost get two different movies because you get, a lot of time spent on that first scene because obviously it's it's building up and developing the character that that Dennis Hopper plays to lead into the the bus story, but it's almost like there's two different films put together, and I um yeah I actually really I I think I enjoyed the elevator sequences more so than the bus sequences in certain respects I think yeah the um the elevator scene and the subway scene were added. After the script was written, because the studio didn't want a two-hour film of a bus for two hours, so they added in those two scenes. In wow, and, now, I, I and, haven't seen Speed Two um, with the boat, but do they spend most of the time on the boat in that film, or do they also add other scenes to make it more broken up? Uh, do you own a copy of that? 
I think yes, yes, I do because I got the uh, oh. I got the package that was speed one and speed two. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, say if, it. Go ahead and say it, girl. Oh no, I can already <laughs> read what she's saying. <laughs> yeah, you're either gonna think it's atrociously bad or hilariously bad. I don't know. How you <laughs> 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 There's like no other option really when it comes to that one. No, yeah, it's, and I, it's bad and I paid... or it's really bad. I paid money to see that at the movies. <laughs> oh. So I take it that you yeah. didn't see it as many times as you saw Master and Commander. Oh, my God. <laughs> All I kept thinking was, okay, Sandra Bullock's making her way through the police department because now she's dating somebody else on the LAPD. Mm. So, so the I mean, that's what I was kind of thinking. <laughs> anything else that you've been able to watch mr roy i was gonna talk about the oh uh, you remember that subway scene how does keanu reese get on the roof <laughs> did they ever show him climbing it no and they don't show dennis hopper doing it either with, only... with the with the dead man trigger as a matter of fact he literally gets on top of the roof with one hand how does he do that wow well, I guess you know because he's so crazy and over the top. I guess he just flung his body up, and it just it just worked. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> when I when I was doing research on it, I was like, yeah, they added those two scenes in hastily. I was like, it makes sense now because those two scenes don't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you don't ever think about it, and then you try and like rack your brain of. Did they ever show that, or did they ever do anything that could possibly explain it? But yeah, I honestly, yeah, uh, I've only seen it once. So. Funny, yeah, it's even funny after Des Hoffman's death, they cut to Keanu Reeves just going through the door. You're like you shake your head, it's like how do you get down? <laughs> so it's like two big, big plot holes. How did both of them get up there? And then secondly, how did he get back down again? <laughs> yeah. I, I suppose there must have been a, a random hold. You know, like, you know how in different movies, like, all of a sudden they are trains built with, like, the proper things they need to actually do, like, the climbing that they would need for that stunt. And it's like, maybe those existed or something. I don't know. Yeah, they... that's something. I don't know. I just laughed when I saw oh, that. Yeah. I was like, why didn't he see that before? <laughs> it's always amazing when you watch a film several times and you start to notice things that you'd never seen before. The one that I always talk about is from Adam's Family Values, which is one of the greatest films ever made. And in it, when they go to Camp Chippewa and they're like introducing them and, you know, you got Gomez there smoking the cigar and be like, it smells of pine. At the very end of that sequence, when it's going up close on Joe Blicker, Joe Blicker and on Wednesday in the background, if you pay attention, you can see Pugsley uh, setting up a noose uh, to hang himself. <laughs> and it's like one of those things where, you know, my, my family and I had watched it like you know, 20 plus times, like over so many different Halloweens and just times that we wanted to watch it. And then all of a sudden, one of those times we were watching it together and I'm like, wait a minute, do y'all see what Pugsley's doing in the background? And then we had to rewind it and we're like, oh my goodness, all the times you see something and sometimes you never notice. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you're just oblivious. I think we watch those. Yeah. Oh yeah, both Adam's families, uh, the live actions, they're both fantastic. And... You know, people typically like values more, but there's a lot of things in the first one that I that I also mm -hmm. thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, I enjoy both of them. I, yeah. I need to rewatch them. Absolutely. Anything else you've been watching? 
That's pretty much it. I'm halfway through Spartacus. Okay. Yeah, it's series or movie. Uh, the movie. It's the okay. uh, from 1960, I believe. Okay, so like the the well known version. Yeah, with um, okay. Kurt Douglas. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I like it so far. The 4K looks phenomenal. Hmm. It's almost up there with um, Ten Commandments. Nice. Yeah, I've never seen Spartacus. I do believe that I own it. I think it came... They always do these package deals where they, they give you, like, multiple movies. And uh, I want to say I either have that, which has a copy of it, or I bought it outright. But I'm pretty sure that I actually have that. And it's it's obviously it's been on my to-do list. But as everyone knows, I've been doing non-stop Kurosawa the past several several days <laughs> i wonder how far i can actually slide down and melt in the seat before i give up and get off the stream i think the proper question is at what point do you become the the meme of homer simpson who's just melting into the <laughs> the background <laughs> well mr roy thank you for being here as always and uh yeah, dude, I uh, I need to rewatch the speed then and, and try and pay attention to see if there is any way at all that it can be explained <laughs> about how they get on and off of it because that's, yeah, that's a good that, question. Yeah, that, I'm scared to watch it again. I'm going to find more stuff wrong with it. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you never want to overanalyze a film to the point of it being like, now I don't like it anymore. Yeah, that's not good. I, I hate that feeling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because uh, the one movie that comes to mind for me that I that I feel that with is Inception. But it's also... It's a little different because I feel like that's a movie where because it makes you think so much, it's like bound to happen. We're going to say, now, wait a minute. This this doesn't make sense. <laughs> but yeah. Well, uh, when you do finish Spartacus, let us know how it is. I do. Absolutely. Uh, ZK, man. How's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. You been able to watch any movies or shows? Uh, yeah. Pretty much most of my watching has been Discovery Channel type stuff. Uh, okay. Since I get free through my phone company, but uh, I have seen a couple of movies since the last time. Uh, seen uh, movies, uh, ninety-eight movie Hard Rain with uh, had Morgan Freeman and uh, Christian Slater, I think, in it as well. Okay. All right. And, uh, Hard Rain. I hadn't heard of that one. It's pretty much a, a somewhat of a action thriller uh, where Slater plays a security driver for an armored truck uh, and hey. during a rain is like during a time where they have a real bad rainstorm and in order for to stop a dam from overflowing they were having to flood the city and. He gets caught in the middle of it all, and then Morgan Freeman actually plays a thief trying to steal the money from Slater in the movie. Hmm. So is it like, you know, as a thief then, because I've never seen it, is it like a, is it a villain character? It's not really. Okay. It's, uh, it's just more or less, a, think along the lines of an old thief that wants to retire and so this is he wants to make this his final run at trying to get the money because i think they i think it's like three million dollars was in the truck so 
Okay. Because I was thinking about that, like, when you mentioned him as a thief, I was like, you know what? To be honest, I, I can't think of a movie off the top of my head where Morgan Freeman plays a bad guy. Well, that was the thing about it, is that they actually, when they, from what I understand, because I did some research on it, is that apparently they did a, a thing, a study to where they let people, they had to go back and reshoot things because of the fact that they didn't like the way that, uh, Morgan Freeman was uh, portrayed in it because nobody wanted to see him as being a bad guy. And that makes a, that makes a lot of sense to me because I mean you think of Morgan Freeman and you, and you think of just good and natured guy where even when he's a prisoner in a, a film like Shawshank, you're just like I, I'm rooting for this person. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. So overall, you enjoyed the film? Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, probably if I had to give it a rating, maybe a B minus. B minus. Okay. Very nice. It's one of those deals where like it it's not the best in the world, but it it's a good little action movie, just sit back and relax and watch. Hmm. Nice. Anything else? Yeah, I actually uh this past week I actually went and saw a quiet place to Okay. And you had seen the first one, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Okay. What did you think of the sequel? Uh, I actually did enjoy it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, most people, they say they enjoyed the first one a little better. Mm. Now, mine, my thoughts on it might be a little bit, a little bit different just because of the fact that when the one and only time that I seen the first one was during a time whenever I had pretty much had went to see it just because of the fact that I need, I was aggravated about some stuff and I just needed to take a break from the world. So mm. my mind wasn't completely focused on it. So before I give a real heavy like take as far as like which one is better, I, I'm planning on going back and watching the first one again. Okay. But as far as the second one goes, it it actually pretty good. It, uh, for me, uh, it was one... It, it's a little bit different from the first one. The first one was more suspense to me than anything. This one, it's a little bit more horror because of the fact that they they do bring out the aliens or monsters, whatever you want to call them, a lot more than what they did in the first one as far as uh, having them attack and whatnot. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like it, is it made because I guess thing that that's a that's more important to me because obviously people are going to enjoy different films that are in a, a series for different reasons. Is it made like with the same quality as far as just like good writing, good uh, direction, things like that? Like, is that pretty much on par with the first one? Yeah, it, uh, pretty. It's pretty close to the same thing. Uh, okay. Uh. There's only one or two things, not not to throw any spoilers yeah. out there, but I will say there's one or two things that did aggravate me. That, that was more or less the characteristics of uh, some of the characters. And, you know, like things that they do, like, like, why is this person doing this and whatnot? Okay. All right. So motivations, some of them you're like, eh, I'm not quite sure about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's one of those things I feel like that is, is very... I think sequels in general and and retellings are are susceptible to it because you're trying to make something that you can not only have people of the original film enjoy, but then you're also trying to get new audiences in as well, which is always an interesting thing to see because 
to get a new audience for a movie where you kind of need to have seen the first one. Um, I guess that would be another good question is, do you think the film uh, presents itself in a way where it's able to give enough reminders of the first film where you are able to like pick it back up? Or do you need to probably rewatch the first one to fully understand it? No, I think they do pretty decent with uh, given because they do kind of go back to the beginning, like uh, when the aliens first come to Earth, they give a little backstory to that. And Mm -hmm. then it jumps right into where the last film leaves off after that and goes on from there. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I I know that that part was in the trailer and that was it's kind of cool for them to, to do that, I think where they, you know, give a little bit of the backstory on that um, without going full prequel. So, yeah, I kind of wonder, you know, at, at some point, are they going to try and do a, a like a full-fledged uh, prequel um, if the first... I mean, because I haven't done the, uh, the breakdown yet because I actually... Let me even pull up those numbers since we're talking about it. Um, yeah, but uh, Conjuring came in at first place this weekend. Again, brand new film. But uh, Quiet Place Part 2, interestingly enough... Um, 19.5 million uh it says here in its second weekend so a 59 percent drop from last weekend which remember last weekend a holiday weekend a 59 percent drops actually not bad and right now it is at 88 million dollars domestically and so if my oh man let me check because i remember everyone not to you know continue yeah so godzilla versus kong i remember a lot of people when I was doing the box office videos for that, we're like, oh, it's going to be the first film to, to break 100 million, or a lot of people were saying that. That is still at 99 million domestically. So theoretically, A Quiet Place Part Two might actually have a chance of going and reaching 100 million domestically the first time since the pandemic um, before Godzilla vs. Kong. That would be interesting to see, I think. Yeah. I, I think it could do it, too. I mean, like I said, it, it's one of those films where I I don't feel like i wasting my money. And I would like to see it again just to see if I, there's anything that I might have missed the first time around. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's a film I just want to see. Uh, and as I've mentioned, it's been obviously tough with, you know, Baby Thor. But because my wife's got her, her best friends in this weekend... And through the next few days, I might be able to make my way to a theater. Because if, if I was going to see anything in theaters right now, it'd definitely be that one. Because it was one of my most anticipated films of last year. And then everything got, of course, pushed back and delayed. So I have just been, like, it's it's killing me where I'm like, I can't believe it. Like, normally it's like I would have seen it opening night and everything. But, hey, things, things, things got to change when you got, when you got the kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Anything else that you've been watching? Uh, pretty much uh, about it. Uh, like I said, other than that, it's mostly like science-type TV shows and mm-hmm. whatnot because that's been one thing that I've always been into is dealing with like space and then history itself. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty much different shows with that. Okay. What would, what do you think would your like favorite out of all of them as far as subject matter is concerned? Uh probably uh it, it's kind of, it's real close but if i had to choose it probably would be science just for the fact that I, or space in general uh, let, let's put it this way if i was in close encounters at third kind i would have been the guy getting on the ship at the end <laughs> <laughs> nice very cool 
You also, of course, uh, for those that maybe um, have not watched or listened to the Chosen streams before, uh, Zikay Man, he is an artist as well. And uh, he has done a lot of really awesome work when he released his album last year. He uh, was donating the proceeds of, of that album uh, to charity uh, to help out, especially with uh, the, uh, a suicide prevention. And he has been working on uh, some new projects with that. And then also, I remember last time you had mentioned that you're working on a book as well. So what are any updates to those two projects? Uh, that one, uh, as far as the book goes, I've already... I've written one chapter so far. I uh, haven't decided how many chapters because it's more or less just going till I hit that spot where I'm like, yeah, this is a perfect way. Because I already know how I want to end it. I, mm. just, I just need to figure out where I want to stop it to where it hits that ending just right. But yeah, as far as the writing goes, I've gotten one chapter done on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, other projects uh, uh still in the works on trying to get a song done sometime I'm as far as I just gotta get time to sit down and try to get it recorded but I'm hoping that if I can get it recorded before I move that'll make it a lot easier on trying to release it even if I don't release it until after I move mm-hmm. the hardest part to be out the way but uh and then as far as like charity stuff goes, uh, the 26th of this month, I have a walk thing where I'll be walking pretty much 16 miles overnight to, for suicide prevention awareness. Um, so far, out of a $500 goal, I've raised about 300 of it for that. Nice. Now, I remember you mentioned that last time, and I don't think I asked or I was even, like, thinking about it. Is there a way that is, like, is there, like, a link or something like that we can share if, if anyone wants to uh, support you in that? Yeah, I can uh, try to bring up the link and send it in the ch- uh, or on Discord or something like that yeah. for you. And, uh, yeah, because they do have a page dedicated for me on their on the website to where they can... Uh, you donate directly through them. Uh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And so we'll, once I have that link, I'll, I'll be able to share that and, um, and we'll definitely, definitely get that going uh, for sure. Because uh, one of the things that I love about, about our community is, is we're very supportive of each other, but also, especially when there's opportunities to, to help raise money for charity. Uh, I feel like we are, the first ones typically to, to stand up and to, to do what we can. And I know that I would definitely like to also uh, throw some support your way too, man. Cause that's, again, it's an amazing thing that you're doing there. Um, and so, yeah, anything that we can do to help, just uh, let me know. And yeah, once you got that link ready, just let me know. And then I'll be able to post that in the chat. Uh, definitely. Cause it, this one, this one here, it's definitely one that hits close to home. Cause of the fact that I've known people that either has tried it or has succeeded in it yeah and because i mean uh just get a little personal uh yeah is that uh to this day now my dad he passed away back in 2014 Mm. and we still don't know if it was accidental because it was a oh a drug overdose Ah, okay and so we to this day we still don't know if it was an actual accident or Mm. if it was on purpose just because if 
stuff because of stuff that was going on at that time. Okay. Yeah. And I know that so- sometimes in those cases, it, it can be difficult, especially when, uh, you have like, you know, prescriptions involved and, and things like that. Um, and it, yeah, it can sometimes get really tricky. Um, but yeah, also we, you know, cause I, you know, I have a family member as well who had, uh, contemplated it, uh, someone very close in my family. And I remember just how difficult that was just, just having someone having the desire to attempt like that already is an is is is, uh is already something right that is incredible struggle and so thank you for sharing that uh about your dad and obviously you know prayers prayers for him and prayers for your family as well because i'm i'm sure that even as the years go on it's it's still tough uh and it also helps to, I think, give us an understanding, an idea, though, of where the inspiration comes from to to try and help these charities out and try and uh, bring, you know, more attention to these things, too. And so uh, thank you for sharing that, man. And yeah. Um, yeah. Let us know, of course, any way that we can help with your work, especially. <laughs> no problem. And I'll get you a link here in a minute. So. OK, awesome. Sounds good. Uh, and Tina uh, is in the YouTube chat, and apparently she's having some some connection issues. And uh, I see that Laura had to drop out; uh, might be back. So Laura, hopefully you can come back. That way we can we can get to you and uh, talk about what movies and shows you've been watching as well. Um, and so with that, uh, K Man, though, anything else that you want to talk about or, or share? Uh, no, I think that's uh, pretty much it as far as what's been going on here lately. Okay, all right. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, as uh, so, Tina, are you here? Hello. Hello. We can hear you. Okay, I'm on Hangouts on my phone. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> cool. I'm well. I'm glad. I'm glad to have you back. Um, but also, once again, uh, K Man, thank you very much uh, for sharing that. And again, we'll get that link out so that way you can go and help to support him uh, with his. Um, it's a, is it a run or is it a walk, K-Man? It's a walk. It's a walk, okay. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to go... From, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say it, uh, it starts around 6 or 7 that evening of the 26th, and it goes through the night until 16 miles has been walked. Oh, wow, okay. So you're, you're going to be walking a whole 16 miles? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness, dude. Well, dude, that's awesome, though. Um. And yeah, even more motivation, I think, for anyone who who wants to especially support uh, K-Man, but also, of course, to support um, that charity as well. So, yeah, thank you very much for that. And also, uh, if you do want to uh, help out and you do want to um, support the K-Man, you can follow him on his Twitter page. I'll go ahead and post that link uh, for now. And he also has a link there to his mines account and also to his website xtheboundaries.co um which is that's specifically for your music right yeah for the yeah. most part uh i do have uh i'm not sure if i updated it with the link to the walk thing or not i'll have to double check but if not i'll still get you the link for it cool. as well awesome well thank you very much man i appreciate it um all right, let's go ahead and just, uh, before getting to Tina, I'm going to see what's going on in the chat for a little bit. Um, but before I do that, everyone's okay? Everyone's good? No one has to 
had out early or anything like that. I just want to double check since we don't have a private chat thing that's as easy to access here. I'm at the duck out here in a sec. <laughs> okay, uh, so then, Mr. Roy, any any last minute things you want to say? People you want to shout at or anything like that? Uh, I, I don't have anyone to shout this month. I am checking out a channel right now, but I, I may end you know, up shouting them out next month. Okay. All right, gotcha, man. Well, uh, do you want to mention them, or are you kind of like I kind of want to wait and see if they're if they're worth shouting out? Yeah, it, it, he's an author. That's a uh, he's a World War Two historian. Okay. But I don't know enough about them. I don't like shouting out people. I don't want to shout out somebody and then figure out there's some crazy person on Twitter. So mm -hmm. I want to make sure, yeah. make sure they're, they're legit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. <laughs> I totally understand that. All right. Well, Mr. Roy, as always, dude, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for all your support. And, uh, yeah, let me know, of course, at any time if there's anything uh, that you need from me. And uh, you have a good one, man. You too. Appreciate it. All right. On. Absolutely. Take care. Yeah. Bye. I'm glad, I'm glad we were able to get you on too, because of uh of the previous uh problems we were having. So everyone else is good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So. Yep. Ooh. Yes. Nope. Just agreeing. Okay. Cool. I just cool. don't have a lot of voice right now. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's go to a couple chats here. So, Hunky Chunky says, Odin says, Hangouts never lets us down. Hangouts, hold my beer while I boot Tina. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Today has just been the day of which all of the technical issues that could possibly happen have been happening. And it's just, it's just been, to, you know, it's like the song. To be fair, Tina used to have more trouble with the Hangouts a long time ago. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, last time, too, there was, a, there was one hiccup, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Um, where there was like a God, double. That was so long ago. Yeah, and um, which is why we're gonna try and get her set up with a a system Aww. that a system that works. Uh, Orange, <laughs> Orange Air Views says I've been watching Die Hard movies for my Friday discussions. I feel I'm going insane as Bruce Willis is in those movies. I imagine once you get to the later ones, especially, that will probably increase. Because uh, rather than somebody else, just those, saying. Yeah, those later ones, I think, uh, especially uh, go go crazy, go crazy. All right, I do have a link now that I can share. So, and again, if you want to support ZK Man and his uh, walk to try and raise money uh, for again suicide prevention, the link is posted right there in the YouTube chat. So, uh, please be sure to check that out and to. Show him some love and some support. And I'll put it over in the Odyssey chat as well, even though things are pretty quiet over there right now because of the <laughs> restart, I'm sure, messing up all the algorithms everywhere. Um, as Laura says, I yield my time to Tina. Well, Laura, if you want to jump back in, uh, of course, the, the link is still available for you, and uh, we'll see how that goes. And uh, let's see, Orange Chat Reviews says, I have to watch four and five now because the fourth discussion is this Friday. I think, yeah, typically the way people, I think we even mentioned this on Friday Night Tights, where normally people look at the first three as being, you know, like solid. And then the fourth, I feel, is one where it's like kind of a mixed bag, where some think it's okay. Like for me, it's not a good movie, but at least it's, it's, like, it's like entertaining. But after that, it's just like, nah, I just can't, can't do it anymore. Uh, as Kara Tharp says, today is spa day for our Airedale Terrier Mocha getting a summer haircut. Nice. Very, very cool. 
That's awesome, Karathar. But thank you also to Karathar for being in the chat. All right, Tina, what you been watching? Sir. Oh, I haven't been watching much of anything. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. I'm living vicariously through your Kurosawa watch. Party. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm trying to. Oh, okay. I was trying to wait for my letterbox to come up. Since we only had the last chosen, what was it, about two, three weeks ago, I just really haven't felt like watching a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. So that was probably one reason why I rewatched <laughs> Rift Tracks Miami Connection. Oh, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I need something that'll make me laugh, and that movie yeah. will make you laugh. Okay, well. Of the three other movies I saw besides that, and these were movies, well, one of them I had seen before. Yeah. I looked at the Phantom Thread, which was the last movie of Daniel Day-Lewis before he retired. Yeah. Also, before I, before going into that, um, yeah. uh, are you far away from your microphone on oh, your phone? Oh, hold on. Can yeah. you hear me now? <laughs> It's just a little bit. Yeah. It's just a little bit lower. I mean, we can still hear you, oh, okay. but I, okay. I just just to see if there was something that. Uh, oh, I had my phone sitting uh, next. Uh, well, it was on my desk, so I picked. Okay. It. I don't know. It still sounds uh, a little low, but that's okay. Go on okay. and continue. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, uh, Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread. Um, I've always been a big Daniel Day Lewis fan. Uh, my mother. <laughs> She really had the hots for him in Last of the Mohicans. And, yeah, he was pretty hot in that, too. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, um, I've been watching him. The first movie I ever saw him in was A Room with a View, and he was not the lead. He was a co-star. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you started seeing In the Name of the Father and uh, My Left Foot. And, you know, I mean, the man can play almost, could play almost anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know this was his second retirement. He retired a few years ago to make shoes. I don't know why, but anyway. is that really the reason to make shoes? He he made shoes. I was like, I read that in one source, and I was like, for real. And wow. then I checked, and it was like, unless they were all copying each other, yeah. He, Daniel Day Lewis, Oscar winner, makes shoes. So. Um, <laughs> This is just an iffy movie for him to go out on. And I said in my letterbox review, at least he went out reasonably on top. Mm-hmm. I would say the same thing about Gene Hackman, uh, Robert Robert Duvall, because there are some actors that just keep working and working and working until, like with Al Pacino, then the only thing you remember is Jack and Jill mm-hmm. and him dancing. Or De Niro becoming a caricature of everything he's done in the past. Or Harrison Ford, who is just like, yeah, just write me a check big enough so I can get another helicopter to crash. Uh, So you lose all your respect for them. So I'll give Day-Lewis that credit. At least, even though I had mixed feelings about the movie, it was critically acclaimed. Um, So he kind of went out on top. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't have any, oh, God, I wish Daniel Day-Lewis had quit making movies 10 years ago. That mm-hmm. sort of that sort of thing. The movie just, I don't know. It was like after I watched it, 
and I didn't even write my review for a week because I kept thinking about it. So here's what I, it kind of boiled down to for me. The music was great. The costume was great. The performances were great. And in the end, you had two people. One was a sadist and one was a masochist. And they got together and lived happily ever after. The end. <laughs> and you saw the movie. Yes, I did, unfortunately. Um... That sounds good to me. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> but the whole, I know, don't want to give any spoilers because somebody might want to watch it. Yeah. But. The omelet scene near the end, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, he's going to drink her milkshake. That is exactly <laughs> what he's going to do. And it didn't happen. Yeah. And so, and the worst line in the movie, the one that I went, oh, was when he said, kiss me before I throw up. And I went, oh. <laughs> Just what any woman, I think, wants to be told. I know. Kiss me before I throw up. Before I throw up. (laughs) But I'm like, so they're perfectly happy together, but one's a sadist and the other's a masochist. So whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, as you said, I watched it and it was just not. Yeah. We're talking about uh, Phantom Thread, Kiko Rogers. And it just, yeah, as you said, like sadist, masochist, like coming together. It's just such a dreary movie. It's it doesn't have anything because even like slower films, as long as there's, you know, a a really good like as long as there's a really good performance that you can kind of hold on and grasp on to. Right. There's got to be something there. And this one is like the the performance was fine. And it was just like, uh, yeah, I I, I mean, I I enjoyed his character in as much as it was so complicated that I loved how like at breakfast the noises were just like the way they had the sound design the noises were just enhanced in his ears because he's trying to create and just pouring a cup of coffee he's hearing I mean we wouldn't hear it Mm -hmm. but he's such a genius He's, he's hearing these minute sounds and I'm like, okay, I, I can kind of see where his character's coming from. To be honest, I thought when they called it the Phantom Thread, I'm, here, here's my story. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, he's a designer during World War II, and he's sewing messages into these gowns of the mistresses and the wives of the Nazi officers who have occupied, like, Paris or something. And these messages are going out to the French resistance movement. I wish it had been that movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. But no, it was just, uh... like I said, I'm, I'm glad he retired on top where Phantom Thread's not going to bother me because I yeah. have all his other movies. Yeah, so it's not it's not a bad movie by any means. No, 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 no. It's it's not a it's not a terrible movie. But I had to really think about it, and I gave it two and a half stars because I, the performance, like I said, the performance is good. It's a great looking movie. I love those kind of costumes. It was like the 1950s, and even though I'm not into fashion, I love those stories about the fashion houses. Yeah, and but. Wow. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And they 
was happy ever after and had a baby. I guess <laughs> I, that was weird. So, yeah. Um, okay, so Miami connection. <laughs> Friends through eternity, thick or thin. <laughs> There's the song. So Laura, if you're still in the chat, she wanted the ranch. She wanted the song. She's gotten both. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i mean it's no ape versus monster or frankenstein island it's actually superior to both of those mm. so um i watched well i rewatched because i've seen it before um uh this is spinal tap okay and i think it's funny i know you were saying you were very iffy about it but it it makes me laugh especially when the one guy says uh we don't want to be like 80 years old up on a stage. And I'm like, well, Mick Jagger's about 200 years old and he's still at it. So um, I don't know. It's just something about this washed out group who are trying to stay on top, but their careers are so bad that they're playing like at state fairs where they used to sell out, you know, these massive arenas so, and it's got a lot of the people from uh, Saturday Night Live. I saw Billy Crystal. I didn't even remember he was in it. Yeah. Uh, he plays a mute waiter. Uh, Dana Carvey is in it. I think he's another mute waiter. Mm-hmm. And it's like you see all these people that if you were looking at, yes, so assassin, it goes to 11. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's just something about the movie. It's just silly, and I just kind of like those mockumentary types. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, it was just a. I watched this after I watched Phantom Thread, so I needed. It. Oh, you needed a little <laughs> bit of a break, yeah. I needed a little. Well, because reason. See, I, I'm one of those people that SNL for me is Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, uh, Jane Curtin, uh. Gilda Radner, Eddie Murphy. Amen. Eddie Murphy. Amen. Um, I think the last time I watched it was when Phil Hartman was on it. Oh, rest in peace, oh, Phil God. Hartman. Rest in peace, Phil Hartman. That was yeah. so horrible what happened to yeah. So I don't, you know, I'll hear you all do reviews and you'll throw out some name. And I'm like, well, who is that? Oh, well, they're, they're on SNL now. And I'm like, SNL is still relevant. It's still on the air. Mm-hmm. I remember when people were like, they well, one of those things on, is true. They, <laughs> one of those um, things is true. It's not relevant, but it is on the air. Let's get that corrected. <laughs> well, and I remember when on Saturday nights, people wouldn't even go out. They wanted, they had to see Saturday Night Live. It was a thing. That you looked at. I remember that as a kid. So me too. So uh, now it's just like I, I don't even know. Is it just there because they feel like it's still part of Saturday Night? I don't know. I don't look at NBC anymore. So I don't know. <laughs> because they're stuck trying to live in the past while trying to push woke crap down your throat. Well, I actually meant to censor myself. I want. I I I want applaud from Odin. I actually meant to stop that word. Well, and when it comes to the original SNL, they made fun of everybody. That, that's the uh, thing. They, 80s and 90s, the comedy made fun of both sides. Even if they were hardcore on one side, they made fun of everybody. I can handle right. that. It's just but, prop- but now, you know, I hear propaganda about- shoved in your face over and over and over and over. 
They can't make fun of their own side because they think they're sacrosanct, even though they're the biggest jokes in the freaking world. I mean, well, as, any, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, it was nice to see some of the like the old SNL uh, mm-hmm. alumni that were good, like Dana Carvey. I forgot Billy Crystal was even part of it for a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then the other only other movie I saw. It's this interesting little movie called Stromboli. Okay. And it's on HBO Max. The only reason why I watched it is because back in the day, my grandmother and my mother had told me, someday you got to see Stromboli because that's the movie where Ingrid Bergman had an affair with the director, got pregnant out of wedlock, left her husband, and went to be with the director, and the baby was Isabella Rossellini. Hmm. Okay, so I watched this movie because I'm kind of (laughs) curious after all of that. Oh, Ingrid Bergman was also banned from the United States. She was denounced for the U.S. Senate as being pretty much, she's a slut. Um, Church groups and women's groups came out against her, and her career in this country collapsed until she won the Oscar for Anastasia Hmm. in 56. But yeah, times have really changed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, because the only thing I knew about Stromboli beforehand was that Ingrid Bergman uh, was was in it. Yeah, um, I didn't know the man who plays her husband. Um, I think it's Mario Vitali. He was a fisherman. Had been discovered by the director. He plays a fisherman in the movie, <laughs> so he's kind of playing himself. It was a very uneven movie, and it's supposed to be part of the Italian neo-realism movement, where it's like they didn't really believe in sets, and they wanted everything very natural, so that's what you're going to get. You're going to get this black and white movie that's set on a real island with a real volcano. They did a fishing scene that felt like a documentary that ran 10 to 15 minutes, so now I know more about fishing than I ever wanted to know in my life. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's Ingrid Bergman going up the side of the volcano. <laughs> um, it was just kind of uneven. And that one thing that kind of bothered me when I first saw her character in the movie, she's in a displaced women's camp after the war. And I was like, she looks too beautiful. And... I mean, Ingrid Bergman was a natural beauty, but the problem was, if you've got a character that has been through a world war, has lost everything, including her family, and she's still going to look that hot? Just saying. You know? So that kind of bothered me, and she's hot through the whole movie. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. And, you know, she's constantly telling us, I mean, the minute they pull up to this island, she hates it. It, it, because it's scorched, because the volcano goes off all the time. Uh, the women don't like her. Uh, her husband feels like he's being cucked. She'll do anything to get off this island. At one point, she even tries to seduce a priest. Oh, Lord. <sighs> because the priest tells her he wants to help her and her husband. Uh, it seems like a lot of people from the island have uh, immigrated to either the United States, Australia, or Argentina. I didn't quite understand Argentina, but anyway. Yeah. And 
he tells her something about one of the people that used to live on the island died in the States and left the island $3,000 to maintain like the cemetery and all of that. And she throws out this line, well, what did the dead need with $3,000 when me and my husband need to get off this island? And I started looking at her and I'm like, wait a minute, is she trying to come on to the priest? Yeah, she was. And I'm like, now he's going to have to, I mean, he fought, fought it off. But the problem was, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to have to say a million rosaries because <laughs> of her, you know, because of yeah. her trying to drag him into this, this sin. And I didn't like her character. I kind of understood where she was coming from. But it was just like, look, you're on, you married this dude you've only known for a week through barbed wire. He was in the, the POW camp. Mm-hmm. The displaced women's camp is next door. You, you've talked to him a few nights through the barbed wire, and he proposes. It, you barely speak Italian. He barely speaks English. What kind of a marriage do you think you're going to get? And like I said, the second they pull up to the island, she's just like, no, I'm ready to get out of here. Uh, I, 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 I want to go. And he's like, this is my home. These are my people. Don't care. Got to get out of here. How, we, how, how much money do you have? Oh, that's not enough. Uh, I'm used to having the good things in life. I'm like, lady, y'all have been through a world war. Come off your high horse. (laughs) The man's trying to do the best he can, and plus that, he was on the the enemy side on top of (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, it sounds sounds like a winner of a movie, to say the least. It had an interesting... in the opening credits, they, it's in my letterbox review. It was from Paul's letter to the Romans. Hmm. They quoted this one verse, which the verse kind of boils down to sometimes you're not looking for Jesus, but he's looking for you and trying to seek you out to show what he can give you. So in the last few minutes of the movie, there's this big epiphany that just kind of came out of nowhere and that's where the movie ends so anyway uh <laughs> i'm sorry i'm reading jonah hex's stuff but anyway uh yeah like i said in my letterbox review i kind of think if my grandmother and my mother were alive and I told them I finally saw, saw Stromboli, they would say, oh, we never meant for you to actually look at the movie. We wanted you to see, <laughs> you to know about the scandal behind the movie. It's like, yeah, I think the scandal was more interesting than the movie. Yeah, and that's never a good thing, I think, when, <laughs> when no, your movie's not no, as good. No, no, and, you know, I, I, I don't know if I would ever look at another movie that would be italian neo realism Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know Uh, maybe (laughs) yeah (sighs) so that's the only movies that i saw all i have is a bunch of rants oh yeah well thank you for sharing that i appreciate it oh not a problem yeah absolutely Tina, it's so great to hear you rant it's almost like the sun rose in the east today (laughs) oh well speaking of sun rising in the east because i don't know did we even see any sun in the trailer to the eternals i mean it was just kind of this third colored third colored 
Someone involves the freaking characters. Yeah. I mean, and, and they're they're. I'm tired of people saying, "Well, it was a teaser trailer." Well, a teaser trailer is not supposed to put me to sleep. Mm-hmm. A teaser trailer is supposed to make me want to see the actual trailer. So it's supposed to make you want to watch the movie. They're both supposed the to heighten your senses. Well, I have no interest. I mean, Gary pulled a picture of the Eternals. Oh, they're from horrible. Jack, from Jack Kirby. Oh, it's comic. so no so horrible. What, no, what, what what I'm thinking of is the colors popping. Those colors are just like 1960s, boom, right at you. And Gary said as much as he disliked Ragnarok, mm-hmm. at least Token Woke Kitty had the color scheme down right. Yeah. Because the, the movie is just so bright and it's just at you. But this teaser trailer for the Eternals, it's like everything was brown and like, what, what, what is this? And mm-hmm. Of course, now Disney's backing off. Originally, Clownfish TV has said uh, that originally, every time you were supposed to talk about this director, Disney was like, oh, be sure to mention she's a Chinese national. Be sure to put that put that in your article now because that's important because this movie's going to be playing in China. And then they dig up this interview where she speaks out against China, and now they're like, oh, don't even talk about her now. No, don't even mention her now. Ah. Uh, just <laughs> I just I love it. I just love it. And then then I said saying this morning that if China decides that they want to seize Disney's parks in China, they can do it and Disney can do nothing. That's like music to my ears. <laughs> that is that is some sweet freaking karma. I, I, I mean so so we had that and then, yeah, Disney and China are going through their separation. I hope there aren't any children involved. Oh, <laughs> I hope they hurt each other a lot. I'm okay. just saying. Okay, and then we find out, oh, Disney decides to announce they're going to do a Predator prequel with a 90-pound girl soaking wet. <laughs> if she's that. So what is she going to do against a Predator? Swimming, oh, it sounds like. Swimming. She's going to get eaten. She's going to well, go chop, she's... chop, and die. Well, I mean, realistically, she'd be dead within a minute because they just rip her spine out. Yeah. But, oh, no, she's going to be a powerful Comanche, and she's going against the system. And I know some people in comments were like, obviously, Disney has never studied anything about the Comanches because they killed other tribes. Mm -hmm. They didn't care. They were very violent. So Disney trying to push forward their message. Yeah. Again. Okay, then China saying, stop sending us. Oh, yeah, that's scene two of act one of my rants. Stop sending us ugly people. They looked at that trailer for that Chin Lee, Chung Fu, whatever the hell it's called. And they were like, why are all these people so ugly? Quit sending us all these ugly people. I don't want to see these ugly people either. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, then we've got doubling down. We're going to have the Cruella cinematic universe because they've announced Cruella 2. We didn't even want Cruella 1. That's kind of like the... That that's the nature of the business, though. I mean, I know you know, know they'll they'll announce sequels and prequels and five you know movies for anything, even if it's not even if it hasn't been released yet, right? I mean, that's just. I I, I kind of think this is like 
they Warner Brothers. <laughs> Warner Brothers announced Wonder Woman two, Wonder Woman three, Wonder Woman three. I tried to forget two. Uh, right after Wonder Woman two flopped, so they're like, "Oh, we're gonna triple down and give you number three. N- no, I mean, is she gonna grape somebody else? Mm-hmm. But no, no, we're gonna get Cruella, Cruella two, and and, and it's Ew. like, uh, why? Quit trying to give this woman a backstory. I, I don't want her backstory. She well, did they say? Puppies. Did they say it was gonna be a Cruella two, like a like a basically a, a sequel to the prequel, or did they say they, that they were gonna do like it leading up to a hundred one Dalmatian story? No, because uh, there is supposed to be a sequel to this prequel. Okay. I looked at Captain Midnight's review on YouTube of the Cruella movie. He said in a good however you want to put prob- the word problematic yeah it's causing problems because now it doesn't make 101 dalmatians the original animated movie make any sense anymore yeah you're right and i was like yeah he's absolutely right that is the only thing i'm going to accept is the original animated movie i'm not going to accept the stupid cruella i'm i'll never see it I'm not going to go see a movie about a woman who skins puppies. Mm-hmm. When's Disney going to do a Jeffrey Dahmer movie then? When we're going to get a <laughs> Charles Manson movie? When are we going to get the movie about that poor Austrian soldier who fought in World War One and got mustard gas and heard about the well, Treaty about of Versailles? Well, how about we just do some sweet, sweet, uh, sweet movie where we make Bethoria a hero while we're at it? That'll I mean, be in I'm 2025. Just, oh, God. I'm just, oh, God. I'm just... Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm just sick of it. Okay, so we've got that. Then they come out. That's what I said. It was like we did the chosen show. It had nothing to rant about, and then it was like everything all dropped at once. Then we get the Powerpuff Girls live action that nobody asked for. Now I was too. I was grown when the original Powerpuff Girls came on, but I looked at the series on Hulu and really enjoyed it. And the 2016, I never looked at it because I heard it was an abomination. And I would watch Shadow Street's YouTube channel. I highly recommend him. The guy knows his Powerpuff Girls. He knows what the, the, the yes, the lore is supposed to be. I heard him reading that live action script and every other word out of his mouth was, I effing hate this. I mean, you can see his soul collapsing with every line he was reading because they've grown them up and turned them into sluts. And that's all they talk about. And they throw out little, oh, I saw on somebody's Instagram. Oh, I saw on somebody's LinkedIn. And it was like stuff that's going to be outdated in two or three years. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, oh, typical CW. And of course, at first, people were thinking the script was a fake, and then Warner Brothers started slapping uh, copyright uh, violations, and then that's when everyone knew, oh, okay, this is real. And then the CW president or whatever had to come out and like kind of cover his tracks, and like, oh, we're rewriting the script, but it's the same two writers. Mm-hmm. So how's it going to be any different? We're still going to get the same filth. So one more franchise on the bonfire. Okay. 
<laughs> then we've got Crazy Ridley. <laughs> Tina, Tina, how how many more you got? <laughs> oh, this is about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Daisy Ridley will kiss ass for money. Yes, I'll come back to Disney, but because my career's gone down the toilet. John Boyega, how fast do you need me to pick that cotton, Miss Kathleen and Mr. JJ? Oh, Lord. Ah! And of course, then, oh, I'll just end it with, oh, I'll end it with these two. Okay. JJ. <laughs> we should have had a plan, you think, Sherlock? What 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 is he trying to cover up? The all of a sudden, oh, he's doing an interview for the anniversary of his movie Super, whatever it was called. Don't care, JJ. It was an ET close encounters ripoff from the man you whose kids you used to babysit. Don't care. But now, but that's his chance to come out. Oh yeah, we should have had a plan. I, I guess he's gonna throw it all on KK. Yeah, she's part of the problem. You're part of the problem too, JJ, destroyer of franchises. Hollywood antichrist. Can't finish anything. JJ is the angel of death. He's the freaking Grim Reaper. Whatever he touches will freaking die. Okay, I almost said something nasty when I got ready when I was thinking he can't finish anything. I'm going to stop there. Okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it too, so at least we're on the same page here. Bro. <laughs> I, all, all I'm going to say is he's a freaking racist. Oh. He came out in, in favor of Black Lives Matter, told people, I'm like, okay, well, which half of me is supposed to give up white privilege? I guess it's the white half of me because the other half is black. So he wants to talk about white privilege. Let's do this, JJ. Let's drag you out of your mansion with your ugly Me Too wife. Yes, she's one of the founders of that garbage. Your ugly kid that you got involved in Spider-Man somehow. Let's drag them out, make them do a shame walk, put it in a box, put it under a bridge and say, that's not for white privilege, JJ. That's because you're a piece of filth. If he really want to go there, I could go there. Let's talk about what the real issues are right now in this country. If you want to deal with race, let's talk about abolishing these freaking reservations and stopping the kidnappings on the res because the government won't let them protect themselves. JJ is just, he, he's a, he's a parasite. The only reason why people know him is because of Steven Spielberg. So yes, I'll blame Spielberg for giving the world this person. That's quite oh, a blame. Oh, take. and then uh, Mission Impossible <laughs> production got shut down because somebody tested positive for COVID. <laughs> Which hurts my feelings because I, I I I can't wait for the next one. I want to see what Tom Cruise does next. I'm going Tom Cruise rant in three, two. Tom one. Cruise sucks. I I I told you all this was gonna happen. Did I tell you people this before? We are the gold standard, people. The gold standard. I'll just, you all of you are fired. I'll just do this movie myself. I'm Tom freaking Cruise anyway. I'm done. Okay. I love you, girl. There's a reason why I hang out with you more. <laughs> much love. Much love to Tina. Empress of the universe. Mod of the channel. <laughs> Thank you as oh, always yeah, for being Tom, here. Yeah, Tom, Tom, you're right. It, yeah, uh, I should kick something, you know. No, because then you'll you'll do damage to something, and that's it's it's and they're not worth it. They're not worth it. 
they're not worth that damage. So. Oh, so anyway, yeah. yeah. So didn't see many movies, but had had a bunch of rants. So yeah, there. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you as always for for oh, being here, know. and of course for being uh, one of the best mods in the business, oh, as they say. Uh, we did have um, a, a donation from It's a Trap Productions. So It's a Trap Productions, thank you very much for the ten dollar donation via Streamlabs. Uh, he says, for the kingdom of Asgard and all of its amazing denizens. Well, thank you very much, man. And I'll have that uh, pop up again on the screen uh, for people to, to see you. So, again, check out It's a Trap Productions. He is good people. All right, Laura, what you been watching recently? Oh, hi. I don't have a lot of time. The uh, kid is on his way. Okay. Uh, on her way. Excuse me. I misgendered my own kid. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Cancel. I don't even know Cancel. <laughs> Thanks for this, whatever this this was. <laughs> Listen to. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how you misgender your own kid. Well, I mean, after after a stream where the starting off like I, I could I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> oh, it's just gonna yield my time to Tina. So, <laughs> well, thank, thank, thank you. Like in a parliamentary kind of procedure. <laughs> I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. I would like to reserve my time for the gentleman from Missouri. I don't know why I go to Missouri every time, but <laughs> from the gentleman from you are Missouri. Weird. You the accents that just randomly weird, come no, out of Odin. <laughs> Russian, Southern. Yes, I am a Russian from Missouri. It happens. Uh, you are Russian and full of misery. What'd you say? I'm Russian from Missouri. Missouri? Missouri. No, I was good with the other way I said that. Mm, sure. That's one of my favorite pastimes is going to movies where people have a southern accent. It just like, oh wow, it's so bad. He like hear their English accent mm-hmm. slip out. Yes. Uh, like Cold Mountain. Oh my. God. Oh my God. If you need help, here I am. <laughs> Oh, so bad. <laughs> but have uh, you been watching anything recently? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've seen a lot of stuff. I don't know if anything's like super worth dissecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that Dream Horse movie yesterday. Dream Horse. So, yeah, it's based on a true story about a small town that kind of, I think it's in um, England, they come together and pool their money together to buy a racehorse. Hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. Is that in theaters or is that on... Mm-hmm demand it might be on demand somewhere but we saw yeah. it in the theater okay yeah. yeah yeah you're still enjoying going back to the theater again oh yeah i think uh sometime next week they're opening everything up so that's nice. gonna be nice yeah. very exciting yeah anything else to get to see in theaters well yeah i did uh only because i theater hopped i, I did sit, sit through corella which was oh my god so bad <laughs> <laughs> So you can speak from the actual experience of having to <laughs> go through it. Yeah, it's just I just was like, why, why? If they had just taken you, just take the Disney, you know, Dalmatian stuff out of it, mm-hmm. you could have actually had a decent movie between those two actresses, you know, because the, the chemistry yeah. between the two of them was really interesting. Yeah, because you do have like again with the with the two Emmas, right? The Emma. Emma Stone and Emma Thompson, you, you do you have two very capable people there. But that's interesting how it's almost 
you know how sometimes they do that where Hollywood will take a script and then they'll say, oh, let's adopt this to a different unrelated story and right. still somehow make it work. I'm wondering if they did that and they're like, yeah, oh, we have the story. I think that might have been the case here yeah. where they were like, oh, we can Disneyfy this and really mess it up. So yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do our thing, right? Just... <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, setting it in like London with the punk scene, that would have worked like really well. Mm-hmm. You know, I find myself doing that lately. All these movies I see, it's like, you know, if they had just done this and done that there and would have been a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it had possibility. But yeah, I mean, Emma Stone really did throw herself into whatever that was that they made for her. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know exactly what it was, but <laughs> she tried. <laughs> she was she went all. I've never seen Emma, Emma Thompson play a villain before, as far as I can remember. Yeah. So that was different. Yeah, because I'm trying to th- now that you mentioned, it, I'm trying to think about that. It's similar to like Morgan Freeman, like people that typically don't play like a villainous character. I, I see everything she's in. I love her. Yeah, I love she's, her so she's incredibly talented. Is now I have to ask because I've I've only ever seen this one clip from this movie. Um, is the death of Corella's mom as bad as it looked on? Uh, oh yeah, Twitter? the CGI dogs are just. I was like. <laughs> Is this the best that you can do? <laughs> Poor Walt. He's rolling around in his grave constantly at this oh, yeah. point. But <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, right? And um, I mean you yeah, go if ahead. you go back and you see like how they used to make the animations like with the cells and they just had to take a photo of one cell at a time. You know, it's like it, the 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 labor that they always put into their into their projects. Mm-hmm back in the day and then you, you have t- like a bunch of cgi dogs it's like you, you can't find a dog that can run down a hallway seriously <laughs> well because also too isn't there a uh, like obviously there's the cgi dalmatians but in that scene when she gets pushed off the cliff isn't cruella also holding like a cgi dog yeah they have this like weird random like brown dog that I don't know why, but she, she kind of carries it around, and I don't think it's in that scene. I, I don't remember, but yeah, it, like throughout the movie, there are all these different like random dogs that just it looks so horrible. It's like this completely takes you out of of the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, and that was pretty much <laughs> me the whole movie. I was like, wow, this is really bad. Yeah. It's like, then, I just, yeah. I don't understand why so many studios do that. It just, ah, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. But yeah, there was that recent movie with Harrison Ford. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, a Fox. It was the Fox movie that had been picked up like, right. It was like one of the first movies that was made by Fox to come out under the Disney era. And oh, yeah, the CGI was just, oh, so bad. Yeah. And then I, I did see a movie that Tina recommended. Oh. Uh, that Age of Innocence, Tina. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I told you. <laughs> I told you. Uh, so yeah, Age of Innocence I mean, she, was good. Yeah, she did a pretty good breakdown. I, I've never seen a man take a woman's glove off and have it be so, <gasps> <laughs> so sexual. <laughs> my goodness. I do declare. <laughs> Oh my! Oh my! It was so beautiful. And then Laura texted me on Discord, and she was ranting about the ending. And I said, "I told you you were gonna hate the ending." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
that. I mean, I didn't really expect it to be that deep. I went into it thinking it was just a period piece. And at the end, I was like, I've got to watch that again. Oh, movie was so oh. good. Uh, the ending, I was like, oh, no. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I was I was texting Tina a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so this, um, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis, he's, he's married or he is married to Winona Ryder's character. But he, of course, falls in love with Michelle Pfeiffer because she's mm. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. Come on. Yes. And, um... <laughs> So they try to have this like secret, you know, affair. And at one point they're in a carriage together. So of course, you know, they're riding in a carriage together, um, Daniel Day-Lewis and Michelle Pfeiffer, but they can't really do anything because, you know, people can see. So he like, he reaches over and he like slowly takes her glove off so he can hold her hand. It was just like, whoa. Because <laughs> they're both sitting there trying to be like nonchalant about it. And, oh. Tina knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I'm visualizing it right now. <laughs> Your mom was right, Tina. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was. She was. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anything else you were able to watch? Uh, just, uh, just a bunch of stuff, kind of fluffy. Nothing really. Uh, okay. Um, no, Nomadland was good. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, there's a series on Netflix. I think it's Netflix. No. HBO Max, the uh, Mayor of Easttown. Uh, I've seen the promotion yeah. for that. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Is it good? Yeah, good. It's a single season. Good. Uh, Kate Winslet plays a detective, kind of a small Pennsylvania town. You know, everybody knows everybody. Everybody's related. Uh, murder mystery. So, yeah, hmm. I, I enjoyed it. Nice. It's weird to see Kate Winslet be kind of uh, gruff and scruffy like that, though. <laughs> wow. You know? Interesting. She eats a lot of hoagies and vapes and oh. <laughs> drinks a lot of beer. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, that is not op- very Kate Winslet. No. <laughs> <laughs> like the opposite of Titanic. You know? yeah. <laughs> like every time I think of Kate Winslet, like that's typically like the, you know, the sweet, like, you know, prim and like proper and everything like that. And it's like, no, nah, doing different stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wonder if that was a, a guy's role and they changed it over. Because... Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Would it have made more sense if it had been a guy? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know, you know, being an L, I know a lot of people like that. <laughs> 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 That's why I thought that they were going with it. And I was like, oh, she's family. And I was like, oh, no, she's not. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, Snort uh, Poopus says, hoagies and beer sound good. So... <laughs> I know. I was so every time she started eating, I was just like, "Oh, that looks so good." <laughs> <laughs> want a hoagie now? I uh, want the hoagie. Want the hoagie? Want the hoagie? Anything else exciting to talk about? Oh, that's about it, I guess. Okay. The kids come in any minute now. She's okay. supposed to be here at noon. <laughs> Oh, oh kids. About a, an hour and a half to whatever time she tells me she's going to be here. <laughs> That's what I used to always have to do when I was when I was in high school and I I would be typically the one that would plan events and uh typically I'd always give a time or like an hour before the movie started and there would usually be enough time for get tickets and things like that especially when the weekends were very busy at the theater and everything and I'd always make it like an extra 30 or 45 minutes earlier because 
and it was usually it was usually the women uh, would always just show up like 15 minutes before the show, and then it's like it's sold out. Now we have to see something else, or yeah, it's it's funny because the only movie I ever, the first movie rather, I I because I mean I've you know sneaking into movies like I've done the whole movie like like theater hopping thing before, but like I would always get like popcorns. Like I'd always give money to the theater. So I never th- looked at it in the same way, but the only movie that I had like sneak into wasn't like a rated R movie or anything like that. No, 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 no. The, the movie that I snuck into was the haunted mansion with Eddie Murphy. It, oh my God. And <laughs> I had to sneak in because I was dating someone at the time and people showed up late and it was sold out. And so we had to get like a ticket to something else. And that was the only way to get in. And apparently enough people had snuck into that where they, they swept the first five rows, like the two that are like right up next to the screen. And then the two like actual like front rows and a bunch of people didn't have tickets. And so (laughs) it kicked a bunch. So they missed me by a row, but that was the first and only movie that I technically like actually like snuck into. And yeah, it was Eddie Murphy in (laughs) the haunted mansion. He was big. Everybody forgets how big he was back in the day. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. he was the guy. Oh yeah, absolutely. We snuck into Purple Rain back when I was a kid. That was so <gasps> much fun. <laughs> nice. Because oh. it was rated R. You could. I yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, much more risque me. than Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't need to be rated R. That was just completely unnecessary. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked away from the screen. I was like, ew, I don't want to see this. Should have <laughs> no, been my first you. clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so oh, I mentioned Lord. Pluto Nash. Yes, yeah, so I think Pluto Nash is the oh. one that kind of like did in the momentum that he was having. Either that or, um, oh, Norbert. Does, do I, I don't remember even Norbert? remember that movie. I remember else? Norbert. It's well, when he played, yeah, he, he played... Uh, like a geeky guy, but then he also played the girlfriend who was like in the fat, like so he was in a fat suit and everything like. Th- and there was like some really bad CG. Oh, it just it. Uh, I think that was one of the ones where it was like, oh no, he's done. <laughs> yeah, that latest coming to America too wasn't good at all. That's what I've heard, and I heard Dolomite, the one that he did the other year, was was pretty good. Like, my oh, name yeah. is Dolomite, Dolomite, or call my name Dolomite, or something like that. Yeah, I'd like to see him get back on the stage and do some stand-up, though. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so that's about it for today. Nice. That's all I got. Very I'm cool, excited. very cool. Well, thank you for being here, as always, and for always having having the support. And uh, with that, let's just go down the line and... And say uh, and say our goodbyes, because I need to take care of some things. Um, I've been getting some notifications from the wife about apparently my I'm missing some some big moments in in baby Thor's Uh-oh. life. So oh no, Uh-oh. yeah. So. Don't say goodbye. Just go. No, no, no. It's fine. It's it's not happening like at the mo at this moment. Like it was happening a while back, but it'll happen again. So I'm not worried. And she sent oh, me geez. a video and everything. So it's it's we're we're okay. We're okay. But we can say our our goodbyes. Okay. Um, but, uh, let's just, yeah, go down the line and, uh, yeah. So Rosetta Allen, uh, what you got to say? Any last second thoughts? 
My back hurts and I'm tired. Let's oh. wrap this up. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. We can check out uh, Rosetta Allen and uh, support her work and support her channel. And thank you, as always, Rosetta, for being here. Hey, I gotta be here. Appreciate it. Uh, we also got... Gosh. We also got... Z- I was- you know, what you got? <laughs> I was just thinking about it. Does this actually... Is it this month or next month that hits two years of me in here with you? Um, I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have to check that. Yeah. We'll find that out. Two years of streaming with me. Are you sick of me yet? <laughs> I must say, I, I've been three years of streaming with myself. And um, sometimes, well, I'd be sick sometimes of I too. get I sick mean... of myself. Sometimes I get sick of myself. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I always appreciate it. Uh, we also got Zakay Man. I just posted uh, the link if you want to go support Zakay Man. He's doing an awesome, uh, awesome job doing uh, raising awareness and money for suicide prevention. So there's a link there if you want to support him. Uh, he's doing a, a, a all-night walk, essentially, is what it is. So anything else that you want to uh, say before we go, K-Man? Uh, pretty much just uh, thank you for having the stream and allowing us to talk about just about whatever really yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and uh, since this is a special day that many people already know about give a shout out to all the ones that sacrifice every day leading all the way back to d-day and ones that not only they fought, but they gave the true sacrifice trying to fight for what they believed in. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. Absolutely. And uh, as always, thank you very much for being here. And uh, obviously, you got the link. You can uh, find more information and support him. And also, you can find him on Twitter at uh, the K Man and also at xtheboundaries.co. So, K Man, thank you again for being on. No problem. Thank you. Absolutely. We also have the Empress of the Universe, Tina. <laughs> well, I will just say ditto to what uh, K-Man, sorry, put my phone down for a second. Uh, what K-Man was saying, uh, June 6th is one of those dates that just sticks in my brain uh, as a history buff. And it was kind of fun few years ago when I went through the uh, Churchill War Rooms in London and you see his gear that he had he was going to go on the landing and they were like Mr. Prime Minister you can't if anything happens to you but yeah you see the outfit he had that he was going to wear because he was going with them and (laughs) no 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 Winston, you can't do that. So, um, I didn't have any relatives that were at the Normandy invasion. I had some that fought in the Japanese theater. I had my one relative that I've spoken about that uh, he was there when they uh, freed up one of the death camps. He was never the same after that. So, yeah, this is one of those days, that and December 7th, that I, it's just something you need to remember. Mm-hmm. And then on a lower note, not as important as D-Day, but today should have been 
when I left on my Alaska cruise. Mm. <sighs> and of course, it looks like they're trying to get the Alaska season started. Um, but, you know, too late for us. But I am very much looking forward to uh, my Greek cruise okay. uh, next uh, next year. So fingers crossed. And I will wish all of you Kalevita. Good evening. Well, thank you very much, Tina, for being here, for being an awesome moderator, one of the uh, Valks in the chat. Always appreciate that. And uh, thank you. And I'm again looking looking out, hoping for for the Greek cruise to to go ahead oh, without any any delay and any yes. interruption whatsoever, <laughs> for sure. So thank you very much. Uh, I think Laura had to drop out. I know that she had been waiting on family. So uh, Laura, thank you as always for being here to support the channel and for being awesome and amazing and that goes of course for everyone shout out to mr roy again for for being on here earlier and so all the other chosen because there are other chosen who either because of time constraints or other things like that can't make it on uh and so thank you all very much and also a thank you to the audience uh, again apologies for the technical issues earlier uh i do plan to test things out much more uh thoroughly next time before trying to make a major shift uh like that uh, but thank you again for your tremendous uh, patience with that. And uh, shouting out, of course, Tom, thank you for being here in the chat. Uh, just another red shirt, one of my members, Walk 55 showing up too. Um, thank you also, Hunky Chunky, Funky Monkey, new number two. Uh, and, of course, everyone else who has been active in the chat today. Um, JKDBuck76, absolutely. And uh, as everyone's been saying uh, the last couple, right, about... Uh, remembering, of course, all the lives that have been lost, uh, not just, of course, D-Day, but for, you know, all those soldiers, you know, kind of in, in, in line with last week, too, um, all those who have sacrificed themselves, um, who have put themselves at risk, and, and especially also for the, for the veterans who are uh, still around and who need our, our love, our support, and our prayers also. And um, I guess on one final note, uh, I will just say that uh, we should, in the words of, uh, you know, the entire, I'm trying to think of which one it was, whether it's, I think it's uh, Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, we should be excellent to each other. And uh, I've been seeing a lot of, of negativity, um, not just the last couple of days, but last few weeks, there's been a lot of craziness happening on on social media on and between youtube channels and things like that and all i can say is you know i don't like getting involved in that kind of stuff which is why i typically don't post things opinions or sides or anything like that but all i'll say is just be kind to one another we only have one life and it's you know it's one of those things where if we're spending a lot of time going after people trying to tear people down we're, we're missing out on a lot of time uh where we could be trying to build each other up uh, so be excellent to each other. Exactly right, K-Man. And of course, party on dudes, but most especially, uh, you know, to, to be as supportive as we possibly can. And um, and to just, again, be kind. Sometimes being kind to someone is more than enough to, to help them in whatever situation they might be in. Um, I had someone over, um, so I'm not going to address exactly what they said, but there was someone who was uh, over on uh, Odyssey who was going back and forth with me about about something so i just wanted to just make it very clear that again we should support each other 
And with that, I'll go ahead and shout out some people. So these are my members at the Army of Asgard level and above. Riff Magos, Wicked Plumber. Now he's just butt crack. I feel like he's changing his name every day. I feel like he's he's doing it just because he knows that I have to read it at the end of every stream and that it's going to be different at the end of every stream. Uh, Sean McDee, Mondo Spieler, Gomer Cal 79 Your Muslim Uncle, Kara Tharp, Eric Jouette, Rich the Savior, Dadman Walking 55, M Tack Shark, Forever Sci Fi, Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Eric K, Orange Hat Reviews, Adam Avery, J Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. Thank you all very much for uh, being an amazing group of people. And to all of the other uh, members on the channel as well. Thank you all very much for your love and for your support. We will, of course, have our Good Morning Asgard stream tomorrow. Do a quick note about that. Um, it looks like that will be shifting up just 15 minutes to 9 a.m. because we're probably going to start Baby Thor on a new schedule because he's been having a bit of a rough last couple of days and uh, we are looking to see if we might need to shift him to a new schedule to see if that helps. So, uh, again, pretty much not that much different, just about 15 minutes or so. So, yeah, 9 a.m. Eastern time. So, hey, it's a little bit later in the day, right? Um, <laughs> 15 minutes. Well, may or may not still be Still 9 a.m. In, in the morning for some people, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, yeah, remember that will uh, be on Odyssey, right? So, that's going to be an Odyssey exclusive stream. And I'll be playing around probably with, with Restream, things like that. And so, we'll, we'll see. How, how those things go. And so, again, shout out and thank you to Rosetta Allen, Zikayman, and Tina. Uh, and, of course, also to Laura and Mr. Roy. Y'all have been great. And everyone watching, thank you all very much for being supportive. Drop that like and smash that like button. Light up that fire button if you're watching over on Odyssey. It does indeed mean a lot. You guys are all amazing, beautiful people. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend, of your Sunday. And as always... God bless. And now for a huge shout out to all of my June Patreon and subscribe star members Andrew Hoyle, Biffer de Hobbit, Brian P., Dion, Don Bruno de la Mancha, Enrique Evangelista, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father, Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, Inflamed Wood, It's a Trap Productions, Jason Clark, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the Modern Major General's story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody and his evil twin with the beautiful hair, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, and rather Teresa Martin is Miss Martin Muses now, Tina Bojan, Tina B., and Washington Madranda. Thank y'all very much for being my supporters on Patreon. And to my subscribe star peeps, Fast Reaction, Nosferatu Gatsu, Stand For, John B., Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss Slash, The New Number Two, J. Rod, The Beer Guru, Nevanon G. Adams, and ZK Man. Thank you all very much for being my subscribe star members. And if you want your name shouted out at the every at the end of every video and live stream, please consider joining on Patreon or Subscribestar. You also get access at other tiers to things like a bi-monthly podcast, bi-monthly, bi-weekly weekly twice a month podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger which is a lot of fun. There's also a tier in which you can join me once a month for the Chosen of Valhalla live stream where you all get to 
at that level. Join me for discussions, talk about any projects that you might be working on, or just hang out and have a good time. It's a lot of fun. And also, too, for many of those levels, you also get access to a giveaway section on the Discord server where you get access to giveaways of things like 4K movies, digital codes, and tons of other stuff like that. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, check out the links in the description and sign up over on Patreon and Subscribestar. You guys are all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and as always, God bless.